Well, hey, friends, I'm testing a couple things out on this podcast. This is Chris Haskell from Boise State University. Today, I'm going to talk real quick about some esports exciting news, an upcoming game conference that I get to not just attend, but actually participate, and some really cool messages from you folks who are listening in. So let's get to it. All right, so we got more on the esports update. I had some amazing meetings today with the esports uh, here at our university. Now, if you're not familiar with how these things work, universities are, are battleships, right? They don't they don't turn like a like a skiff or a rowboat. Now they're super powerful. They've got incredible uh, weight and, as I mentioned, power. Uh, but they don't turn on a dime. So when you come with an idea like esports, we want to have a varsity esports at. Uh, you know, organization at our at our university. There's a lot of people have to get their head around that, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing that state institutions are really cautious about the way things go. But sometimes it can uh, it can cause slow movement. Now, I made kind of a premature announcement at the beginning of the week that I think we're going to be able to make official very very soon in the realm of esports, competitive esports. But uh, and for my university and my involvement in that. I don't want to tease it too much more, but big good things are coming. And I think that we're going to use this tool for some more esports broadcasting as it relates to the varsity world, uh, schedules, matchups, competitions, things that we notice and see and bring in some really cool students. I'll have a lot more to speak to this very, very soon, what it's going to look like, my involvement in it, what games we'll play, and I think you'll want to be a part of that. So I want to make the announcement that I am speaking at PAX West in Seattle. I'm actually moderating a panel. Now, I've brought together a bunch of varsity eSport experts, and let me give you who they are. Kevin Hong from Twitch, a great guy I've gotten to know over the last little bit. He is our expert on how uh, students and, and universities share what they do, share their gaming. We're also bringing in my buddy Robert Brooks, who is the director of NACE, the National Association of Collegiate Esports. And he's coming all the way from St. Louis, Missouri, and it will be amazing to have him there. We're bringing in via satellite Kurt Melcher, who is the godfather, and he brought us to, uh, to understand what esports could be at a university. He is, in fact, one of the very first athletic directors who supported and embraced esports, competitive video games, at school. He's also going to be on this panel. Um, Adam Rosen from TESPA. Adam and Tyler are the famous uh, twin duo that put together the Texas Esports Association, which has become Blizzard's uh, organization for organizing tournaments. Awesome, awesome guy. Um, we also believe we're going to have AJ Dimmick uh, in studio. We're also going to have Chris Allison, um, a, an esports uh, college coach and killer guy organizer. Um, and, of course, myself on that panel and Brett uh, Shelton, who uh, will also be on that. I believe we're also going to bring in some folks from, from UCI, uh, Karen Chang, uh, who – excuse me, Kathy Chang, who runs their uh, their esports uh, arena, which is state-of-the-art, best in the world so far for collegiate, um, and very, very cool folks. So it's going to be amazing. Now, I'm going to put my spin on this, and it's going to be broadcast live on Twitch. You'll be able to see it. I'm going to put my spin on this by adding a game show over the top. Now, the contestants know I'm up to something, but they're going to score points. They're going to lose points. It's going to be awesome. It is my way of doing a panel, and it's going to be PAX 
uh, on the 4th of September. You'll be able to tune in and I'll tell you how later. And finally, we want to get to a couple of the call-ins from my friends right here on Anchor. I'm really excited. Tomorrow is Friday, and I know that FSD and, uh, and that cool group of innovators is going to do their show tomorrow. Really excited, and I'll even ask a couple of questions for them to add to theirs as well. But it's going to be awesome. But I thought I'd share with you just some love and some questions and some silliness, and I'll close in a minute. Dr. Chris Haskell, thank you so much for the shout-out in the last episode. And I do have a question for you about the RPG, uh, and that is, how long does it take you to make a game, like your syllabus game? Where did the idea come from originally, and what other uses do you hope um, you see it take uh, in the future? I'd love to hear your views on that. Awesome job on the podcast. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Wes is a superstar. He's talking about the RPG game that I made that you are welcome to play at rpg.dockhaskell.com. Uh, I've got it in a few other places, but that's the easiest way to access it, at least the easiest way for me to verbally describe it. Uh, rpg.dockhaskell.com. Now, I built it with a tool called RPG Maker, and it's something you can buy on the Steam store. I'm not a super coder, and it is a drag-and-drop system for actually creating your own RPG game, role-playing game. If you're like, well, what are you talking about, RPGs? Do you remember Pokemon? Not Pokemon Go, but the original Pokemon that you played like on the, on the Game Boy. Do you remember Zelda? Like Zelda Color. This is before Zelda, you know, Ocarina of Time 64 days. Well, we're talking about those. Top-down, uh, assumed 3D space, but really it's a 2D game uh, with, uh, with monster battles and, and things like that that happen just kind of in the, in, the, in the brushes as you walk in between towns and into buildings, stuff like that. Well, uh, Wes is a great question. Uh, how did I build it, right? I used that tool. How long did it take me? My syllabus game, which takes about... Oh, for some people, between 20 and 30 minutes to play through. Um, I was learning how to use the tool. I built it in a, probably about 25 total hours, but it was a passion of mine. And the reason I decided to do it is because I, you know, I teach in a college of education where we're encouraging teachers to use more uh, playful measures, right? But we're going to have to roll up our sleeves as teachers, as professors, and create those playful experiences. And I thought, this is a great tool. It's very popular. It's inexpensive. I think I spent $70 total on mine. And it was unbelievably easy to upload and let other people play. You'll see it. It's not a perfect game. I was learning how to use the interface. So you, as you're playing through it, you'll be like, oh, this is... Maybe not the coolest map ever. Well, I'll get better at it. Just let me have it. Uh, but, but to Wes's point, awesome, awesome uh, tool. Took me about 25 hours to build. And the, re the way I would suggest people consider using it, certainly you can build a syllabus game like I did. More likely, you can turn your students loose on creating their own adventures, right? What, what do they want to share with us? What what ways can they use the book that they're reading or the, the ideas that they're studying to create games? You can also create games that reward uh, and also give them situated opportunities for them to learn how to do things. Case in point, a depression game, right? We've got depression. Um, well, excuse me. 
we're going through the maze of life and sometimes we encounter, for example, a uh, crushing breakup, right? And it's this terrible monster that you have to battle. Well, what tools are you going to use? Well, good thing you picked up a, a an ability, a skill that, again, you can name all of these things in the game for uh, call a friend and it immediately restores your health to 100%. Then what are the weapons that you're going to use? It happened so happened that you picked up a sword, but you've renamed it in the game. Um, you know, the, the I don't know, the sword of positive thoughts. You can build your own game. You think about the problems you want to solve. You can make imaginary monsters jump in and you can give them the tools to tackle those monsters. Now, are they going to remember those in the wild? We hope so. But the conversations that we come that come from that are going to be really powerful. That's my suggestion anyway. That's just one way that you could use it. Wes, thanks for calling in. You're awesome. Really appreciate it. All right. Well, it's time to go. Thank you so much for hanging out. And again, I Jason also sent in a question, Jason Chong, and I it was it was a similar question to Wes's as far as uh, what I use to do it. I want you to dig in again. RPG Maker MV is the tool. You can find it on the Steam store. It's awesome. Thank you. If you have questions, if you have comments, you want to jump in, use this awesome uh, app to do that. Um, the app is called Anchor.fm. You can uh, get it. It's free. I'm doing everything on here free. It's a quick little podcast maker. Maybe you could use it. Maybe your students could use it. How's it going to work? Let's let's use this tool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool way to get some stuff out there. Anyway, thanks a lot for joining, and we'll see you next time.